I'm Ben Davies, and this is The Clear Money Mindset. My point is businesses, markets, and human beings in general seem to find a way. In almost 15 years, I've found that people who save typically have more than people who don't. Even with all of the ups and downs from 2007 until now, it was well worth being invested. Welcome to the Clear Money Mindset, providing you with help and tips to manage your money in a clear and intentional way. I'm your host and financial advisor, Ben Davies. At Davies Financial Sterling Mutuals, we want to provide you with meaningful tips to help you with your money. Well, we are in the back half of 2021. It's been quite the year and I wanted to take some time today just to give you some thoughts on what's going on in the market, let you know kind of what's coming up on the podcast. The last few weeks in investing has been, I guess, interesting to say the least as we see a bit more volatility returning to the market. And I just wanted to take some time to go through that and also just to help kind of calm nerves and just remind everyone that these are normal things uh, that we would expect in a regular market, let alone a market that's trying to recover from a pandemic. So the first thing, some really exciting things that are coming up on the podcast before the end of the year. We're going to be talking with a budgeting software company, one of the bigger ones uh, in the U.S. that is also available here in Canada. We're going to talk with them about budgeting and also some software solutions to help you uh, we're also going to be talking with a panel of fun companies and we want to give you access to how the fun companies we use are looking at the final section of 2021 and what their outlook is in 2022. We want to try to give you access to the information that we have so you can hear the same things we're hearing on what's to be expected in the coming year investment wise. We're also going to be chatting with a lawyer about the importance of a will. So we have some really great episodes to finish off the year. And we're we're really excited about the podcast and where it's going and the guests we've been able to have. And we just want to try to make this something that's really educational for you, something that's interesting that you want to listen to, things that will actually help you move the needle towards better financial fitness, higher savings, and uh, just overall investment education. So 2021, we've obviously come a long way in a year and a half. Uh, I don't know about you, but I remember what March felt like of 2020 and just all of the kind of surreal or unbelievable things that have happened since then. In talking with many of you, I've uh, probably often said to you that if you had sat down today with the 2020 version of yourself and told them what the world would look like today you wouldn't you wouldn't believe yourself and that's that's certainly true but on a positive note 2020 for most was a very positive year for investments and i certainly would not have thought that we would be where we are today and that's that's a really positive thing uh to be able to come through a a year like we did and and find pockets of the market that did incredibly well that would not have been something I would have thought was going to happen if we had have gone back to the end of March 2020 when the markets were going down that was one of those events where you just felt like it was going to be 
a year or two before you were fully out of it again. And to come to the end of 2020 with positive accounts is a pretty big deal. So here we are now a year and a half in. The market's been going up and up and up. We've had some downs and there's spots in the market that still haven't recovered yet. Uh, but it's a good time to remind everyone that uh, there's probably a correction of sorts that's due. And it's not not an unusual thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of times a year and a half into a recovery, you would expect to see a bit of a drawback. And a lot of times it does it does seem to happen in the fall. September, October oftentimes are not that friendly to the investment market, just as uh, there's a lot of reports that come in. We get a really good idea of kind of the lay of the land um, market wise and and then th and things react to that. And, and this this year, there's a few kind of headwinds that we'll talk about in a second. But the big thing is markets are up. Uh, corporate earnings in the US especially are high. The momentum for demand is, is actually growing and, and market experts are saying that the market's not cheap, but is not expensive either. So I wanna take this time as we go into the fall to remind you that negatives are often opportunities. Uh, we've seen a little bit of a pullback in the last couple weeks and and there's a lot of news as well and but negatives offer opportunities and oftentimes in the midst of the negative we can forget that um march 2020 was a massive negative there's a lot of things we could talk about there but it wound up becoming a really great opportunity for anyone who was willing and, and able to invest during that time uh, you weren't sorry you did it I look at some of the things in the market right now. We talk about rates going up and, and that's that's kind of an inevitability. Uh, I think we've all known that for quite a long time. But even if rates go higher, that's an opportunity for financial institutions, especially insurance companies who price their um, insurance products off of the returns of, of very long term bonds and to see rates go up would be a plus for them. So that's another area again where something that seems like a negative will offer an opportunity for some companies. COVID was a huge negative but it was a great opportunity for technology companies uh, like Zoom or Netflix, Amazon, places that really grew in their demand because of the fact that we we needed them more than we ever had hardware stores saw a huge influx in business and everyone knows the lumber story that uh like who would have thought lumber would have gone up so much in that time and that that provided an opportunity and all of those came out of a negative oil during covid actually went negative and now it's going through the roof and so all of that to say while we're investing, while we're in this crazy market where there's up and downs, remember that negatives often offer opportunities. The next thing I want to go over quickly is active management can be a huge advantage right now. I'm a big believer in finding good active managers who are managing individual parts of the market well, better than their peers. The market is not always moving in unison. And that's a good thing for active management. Having dislocations where, where things go up and other things go down is good for a manager who's able to look at the market and, and pick what they wanna buy and decide what they wanna sell. 
Having the ability to avoid what's high, and having someone with the stomach to get in when things are low is huge. Uh, we heard of managers spending billions of dollars on, on new stock purchases uh, at the end of March last year and into April. And these are, these are things that regular people would have had a very hard time doing. Many of our managers own altogether different things now than they did going through COVID. Uh, it's one of the, again, advantages of active management, the ability to look at a stock and say, it's time to sell. We've made the money that we need to make. There's other opportunities out there where a lot of times the emotional side of investing would say, hold on to it because it's made me a lot of money. We have one manager in particular that hardly owns any of the same stocks they did going through COVID and now they've positioned it totally differently. Uh, we think that active management in this time is huge. The other reason we think active management is huge is because emotions typically drive us to do the wrong thing. And there's always noise. There's always noise in the investment world. Uh, today, the noise are things like the US debt ceiling. Uh, it's not the first time we've heard of this problem. Evergrande in, in China, China in general, uh, COVID-19 in countries coming out of, out of the pandemic. These are all real things. The last couple of weeks, I've spent a lot of hours on webinars, listening to fund companies talk about their outlook and what's important to them, the things that are worrying them. Those things, Evergrande, US debt ceiling, the Chinese political landscape, those were glossed over. But you find that fund managers never spend a huge deal of their time worrying about these things. They're focused on the long term and they're focused on the quality of the companies that they're buying. You and I tend to get caught up in headlines and that's a very normal thing. There's a thousand headlines we could read every day. But fund managers are more concerned with the companies they specifically own or want to own. And one of the great advantages of active management is their ability to pass through the emotions, to, to see through the noise, see through the fog, and look at a company for what they are and their chances of growing. June 2022 will mark 15 years for me of uh, being in financial services. One of the things I've learned is you will always find 10 reasons to think the world's falling apart, and you'll always find 10 reasons to think the world is getting better. It's just a matter of what you're focused on. Uh, I remember this distinctly getting into the market in 2007 and living through 2008 and 9 and watching my first client's funds crash with the market. But one of the things that I've seen in my short time in this industry is businesses seem to find a way worldwide to adapt to things that we never thought they would be able to adapt to. No one really thought back in the days where Walmart kind of owned the retail landscape. No one ever thought a company like Amazon would do what it did and, and change uh, how we view retail. No one would have guessed that businesses would have found a way for their employees to work from home and yet still operate fairly well during the pandemic. No one would have thought that companies could majorly benefit from a pandemic. My point is businesses, markets, and human beings in general seem to find a way. In almost 15 years, I've found that people who save typically have more than people who don't. Even with all of the ups and downs, 
from 2007 until now, it was well worth being invested. So as we go through this period of time where we're probably going to see a little bit of up and down and there's going to be some headlines to worry about, uh, let's remember this, that being invested, investing regularly, investing in ups and in downs seems to be one of the best ways over time to grow wealth and to save. There's always going to be something to be worried about. There's always going to be something to be positive about. But we found over time that placing our trust in managers that understand their process, their convictions, the stories of the companies they invest in, and the story of their own management philosophy. Managers that have the ability to see opportunity when people are running away and to let go of opportunities when everyone's running toward them. The ways that over time, we've been able to add meaningful value to our clients' investments. And we think it will continue to be that way. Over the next couple of weeks, you'll see another podcast from us where we'll interview these fun companies and let you in on how they are managing the markets and how their styles have benefited clients through COVID. We look forward to doing that. Until then, we encourage you to stay invested, to stay disciplined, and to keep growing your wealth, even through this time. Because 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 or 40 years from now, when you need this money that you've saved, you'll be far further ahead having saved money than to have kept it under your pillow. Thanks for listening to the Clear Money Mindset. We at Davies Financial Sterling Mutuals are here to help you thrive with your finances. You can find us online at daviesfinancial.ca. For help with your personal finances, you can email us at office at daviesfinancial.ca. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Sterling Mutuals, Inc. Mutual funds provided through Sterling Mutuals, Inc. Commissions, trailer commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the simplified prospectus before investing. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.